0: WUFT welcomes you to a special edition of The Point. My name is Avery Lotz, and in my special report, we'll explore the lives of just three of the hundreds of children killed or injured in unintentional shootings each year. Throughout Unintended, a four-part series, you'll hear from the families of three Florida children who died in these preventable tragedies. With Unintended, we'll shine a light on these young lives lost. Children dash through the grass at Keystone Heights Beach Park in Keystone Heights, Florida. Susan Van Allen sits on a bench far from the kids, but keeps a watchful eye over them. She's a mother, of course. She can't help but notice their giggles and their screams, but it makes her sad. She used to watch her son at this park, posing and snapping pictures with his friends. They used to celebrate birthdays here. Now, nothing matters. After an unintentional shooting took her son's life, this park will never feel the same. Her son's name was Adam Van Allen. The story of Adam's death was not covered by local news outlets. The mother worries that people will forget her son, though she never will. But there is a group of people who will never forget him, his organ donation recipients. He'll always be a hero, a giver of miracles to them This is the story of Adam Van Allen. Susan Van Allen watched her son fill out the forms for his driver's permit. He checked the boxes one by one reading carefully. The mother of one wouldn't interfere. Her boy was growing up. These choices were his own. Then he came to the question that would put a little pink heart on his permit. Was he willing to be an organ donor?
1: He looked at me, like literally, like I you're not going to need him where you're going. And, uh, and that kind of started this whole snowball. It was kind of weird.
0: He checked the box. On September thirteenth, 2017, Adam was unintentionally shot and killed by a friend in Keystone Heights, Florida. He was placed on life support and died on September fifteenth. His mother stayed by his side.
1: But I remember I didn't sleep for four nights. Mm-hmm. Or four days. The first time I slept after that was after they pronounced him.
0: The only time she slept was when the nurses let her lay with him, just like they used to at night, scrolling through their phones in silence. Because even in silence, each other's company was enough, she says.
1: He was really my best friend. Because for a while it was just me and him. Because whenever. All the pomp and circumstances over with and everybody's not there anymore and it's quiet and it's just you, you don't know what to do.
0: Adam had already made it clear that he wanted to be an organ donor. So Susan and Adam's father made the decision to donate his organs and tissue.
1: Like we, we donated everything, everything except for what would be visible in the casket.
0: It's hard for Susan to watch children playing and celebrating. She said, "Celebrations don't
1: seem to matter anymore because people, you do what you're supposed to. You have a great kid. He's doing what he's supposed to, and he gets the short end of the stick. I've gotten to the age where, like, all my friends are—they're starting to have their grandkids and stuff—and I'm like, I don't ever get to have that.
0: Now, only one celebration stands out to her. Only one really matters. It's a tradition she set with a woman named Carrie." The recipient of Adam's heart.
1: Other than we always, his heart recipient and I always go to a uh, Longhorn for his birthday. Oh. In order exactly, she uh, she'll text me. Hey mom, are we going? I'm like yep, yeah, we're going. We're going right now.
0: With one checked box, Adam had the potential to save over 100 lives with the donation of his organs and tissue. With one checked box, Adam's legacy has spread in invaluable ways.
1: You aren't gonna stop him regardless. That was the whole point in getting as much of him out there as I could. It's like, yeah, go ahead and try to stop him now. Mm -hmm. Because you only had one, but now you've got hundreds of of people. that You can't stop all the people.
0: Today, Susan keeps a book of letters from Adam's donation recipients and the order in which she received
1: them. When you read every one of the letters, it's funny the similarities between the people that received the piece, you know, parts of him, and him. Because, like, some of them were... Oh, they their kids play baseball, or their kids were like fourteen and fi- uh, fourteen and sixteen, and he's fifteen. He's right in the middle. Of, or they play baseball, and this is their numbers, and it's the same numbers he had. A blended family, and she, they had two girls that played baseball, and one was sixteen and one was nineteen,
0: and those both were his numbers. She says he feels there were signs from a younger Adam, signs he knew he wouldn't live as long as he deserved. The things
1: he did at the ages he did them. Children don't do that. It's like he almost knew something. And he told he told one of my parents one time, he was like, we were talking about what he wanted to do in the future. And he's like, I'm not going to be around for very long. He was right. He was right. It's almost like he kind of knew what his purpose was.
0: His friends have remembered him, too, through a graduation cap decorated with memories of him homecoming pictures by his grave, a tattoo, and an open seat in Ben Hill Griffin football stadium.
1: Everybody that I ever spoke to was, you know, he's so respectful. It makes no sense for him to be taken, none at all. I mean, he wasn't a brat. He didn't abuse anybody or talk down anybody. He was a perfect human. I mean, if you were down, he was going to help you.
0: Susan still sees signs of her son and the world around her and in Bible quotes.
1: Red cardinals, John three sixteen, things like that. Like if I'm having a bad day or something, there'll be a red cardinal. Sometimes when you're stuck in a situation, you don't know which way to go or which way they would want you to go. Or... And most time, it's after I made a decision and then it'll pop up like, yep, mom, you're good. Cause the, least, the last thing I want to do is embarrass him. People think I'm crazy because I'm like, he was the most amazing human being ever. Mm. And people are like, hey, yeah, he's your kid. No, he was the most amazing human being ever. I mean, he was a kid, but he was amazing.
0: Tomorrow, you'll hear a conversation between WUFT reporters Sarah Sowers and Avery Lots about these tragedies that experts call preventable and about how we prevent them. Thank you for listening.